of misinformation, Mr. Know-It-All. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-T. And now another useless fact. Well, here we are. Once again, Wednesday morning, 11 o'clock means it is time to test your brain, to test how smart you are, because it's time for Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. Your chance for fame. Your chance to get bragging rights and win a $50 gift card to Delta Hotels by Marriott Besborough in Delta Downtown and that exclusive smartest radio listener T-shirt, thanks to Little Town Apparel. And by the way, that's only available to Saskatchewan's smartest radio listeners. You can't buy these in a store. You can't just, I don't have one of these T-shirts because I've never won Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. So it could be you. Last week, it was our friend Oren Karens who was the successful one who was able to call in and get the question right. And Oren joins us on the line this morning. Thanks for being here. Hey there, Evan. How you doing? Good, good. How's the last week been? Have you been uh, getting all of the fanfare that you've deserved? Oh, yeah. I mean, video hasn't killed the radio star. (laughs) You're getting people claiming they're related to you that you've never even heard. (laughs) It's a tough life, Oren, isn't it? (laughs) It's hard. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, you're on the road quite a bit. Are you, is that part of what you do for a living? Yeah, like I like I I raise cattle with my family by by grazing. We're a mixed operation, but then I guess on the side I sell fertilizer too. Okay, so, so you're uh, you're waist deep in the agriculture business. What kind of cattle do you have? Oh, a commercial operation. We got a little bit of Charlet, a little bit of Angus, a little bit of Hereford, a little bit of everything. Oh, good stuff. Well, uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you taking some time to join us today, and uh, congrats on the win last week. You have today's question, don't you? I do, yeah. And it's it a is. it's a doozy, or is this going to be one you think people are going to get quite easily? Oh, I already have the answer. I know what it is. Okay, well, I mean, that's fine for you to know it. <laughs> All right, well, Oren, lay it on us. What is this week's question? Sure. Uh, this took 11 months and five lives. This took 11 months and five lives. All right, Oren. Well, thank you very much for kicking off another episode of Saskatchewan's Smartest Radio Listener. Thanks for being such a good winner, and uh, good luck with the cattle. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Take care. See you, Aaron. one 332 8255 It is Saskatchewan's Smartest Radio Listener. This took 11 months and five lives. We'll start with Regan in Candle Lake. What do you think? Oh, the worst spot to be in. Um, I'm going to say... God. The electric car. The electric car. Good answer. Good try. Not right. one 332 8255 Jeff in Saskatoon. The question today, this took 11 months and five lives. Spaceship. Spaceship. Not correct. one 332 8255 Sean in Craven. This took 11 months and five lives. We're going to go with when Henry Hudson was ice-locked in the Hudson's Bay. Wow. That is a very specific example. It's not the right answer, but I like the way you were thinking. John, one 332 8255 We'll go to James in Saskatoon next. 
Today's Saskatchewan Smartest Radio listener question is this. This took 11 months and five lives. The Northwest Rebellion. Northwest Rebellion is not correct. one 332 8255 Let's go to Lorne and Drake next. This took 11 months and five lives. The building of the Empire State Building. Ho, ho, we got it! Lorne... You are today's winner, and you did this in pretty good time. Did you just know that off the top of your head? Oh, I was kind of, uh, I knew it was still fairly quick, and safety standards weren't what they are now, and I was, I thought, I'd, yeah, I wasn't sure, but I was in there someplace. So, you know, this this was an interesting one for us, because we get together and we put together what what we think the next week's question will be, and there was a little bit of debate, because if you go on the Empire State Building website, it actually says that it took 13 months. But if you drill down a little bit, it actually was completed in 11 months, and then two months later they did the grand opening. So that 13 months is is kind of inclusive of the grand opening. But could you imagine building 102-story building in 1930? No less in uh, eleven months. Absolutely crazy. Even the the notion of of the number of people that died during the building of that of that structure, five is is what the official toll is. But there are lots of different reports that say it was fourteen. Some say it was forty two. Uh, but at the end of the day, Lauren, you kind of said it. I can't imagine that safety standards back in nineteen thirty thirty one were the same as what they are today. And the fact that this went up no. in eleven months. Uh, that's quite a feat. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren, you are the one that found the answer, and you found it fairly quick today. I appreciate that. What are you doing, Drake? Oh, I'm actually driving truck right now, hauling some grain for a Regina company. Oh, good uh, stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, yeah. appreciate the fact that we, I mean, it seems like everybody that I've talked to recently is somehow tied into agriculture and uh you know, it doesn't stop just because there's no crops in the field right now. In fact, people like you are probably as busy as ever this time of the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always busy. For sure. Well, congratulations, Lauren. You are today's Saskatchewan Smartest Radio listener, which means we've got a $50 gift card for you from Delta Hotels by Marriott Besborough and Delta Downtown. We've got an exclusive. You are one of a few people that will have one of these Smartest radio listener T-shirts, thanks to Littletown Apparel. And I'm telling you, those those trucks you're passing on the highway better be honking for you. Drake better be, you know, putting an extra lump of sugar in your coffee. You need to get uh, the accolades that you deserve. Congratulations. Well, I, got, I, I got to ask a question about a $50 gift certificate for a hotel. Like, I'm... How much is that going to cost me? <laughs> well, like, that's I'm past I'm past the age where I rented by the hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair enough, Lauren. We might we might have to renegotiate our deal there, but uh, yeah, you know, it's something to get you get you into the city and uh, maybe enjoying some some nightlife. Head to a okay, concert. It'll, it'll... It'll be much appreciated. (laughs) Well, Lauren, congratulations once again. We're going to get you to hang on the line here so that Frank can get some information from you in terms of where we can send your gifts and, uh, of course, shirt size. We need to know that as well. And there you have it, Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener in about, I don't even know, I lost count, six calls maybe, six or seven calls. I think the best we've done is three. The question today was this took 11 months and five lives. Lauren knew the answer. The building 
of the Empire State Building. 102-story building. When it was built, by the way, 1,454 feet tall, if you include the antenna, which they officially include in the height. The Empire State Building, when it was built, was the world's tallest building. And it stayed that way until the World Trade Center was topped out in 1970. So the, the first World Trade Center went up in 1970. It then became the tallest building. Following September 11th in 2001, the Empire State Building was back being New York's tallest building and then surpassed in 2012 by One World Trade Center. As of last year, the Empire State Building is the seventh tallest building in New York, the ninth completed skyscraper, the tallest completed skyscraper in the United States, and the 54th tallest in the world. It's now 93 years old. Congratulations to Lauren, this week's winner of Saskatchewan's Smartest Radio Listener on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. One more big congratulations to Lauren Mashishnik, who is this week's Saskatchewan's Smartest Radio Listener. The question was, this took 11 months and five lives, and he quickly knew the answer was building the Empire State Building. So Lauren from Drake is the winner, and... Uh, that prize package is on his way and on the way to Drake, which is located just south of Lanigan. For those that, uh, I used to do that when I, people would ask where I'm from, I would say Abernethy, knowing that I'd see a blank look in their eyes and I'd say close to Belcaris, still see a blank look in their eyes. Do you know where Fort Capel is? Right. You just keep moving to the next closest big community until someone goes, Oh, oh that way. Okay. Yeah. Or sometimes just say, uh, I'm from an hour east of Regina. Anyway. In case you didn't know where Drake was, just south of Lanigan, just north of Nokomis in the mine country out that way, right? The the uh, big, all the work that's going on. And hey, speaking of mines, coming up a little bit later, just uh, after 1130, I'll be talking about my experience. I was in Estevan over the weekend and uh, spent a little bit of time at the Westmoreland mine, the uh, pot or the, uh, sorry, the coal mine that is uh, situated there. What a great experience. I'll be talking a bit about, about that and a bit of a, renewed appreciation I have for a few things that I think we all take for granted. And while we're speaking about small communities in Saskatchewan, still thinking uh, with with thought and prayer for the people in Davidson going through that tragic fire that happened uh, over the long weekend, they've got a GoFundMe set up for the family now. Christine Claussen is uh, the mother of those three children who she not only lost all three of her children, but her parents as well. Uh, in this deadly house fire in the small community of Davidson, about 1,250 people, I think, uh, called Davidson home. They've got a GoFundMe set up. It looks like a couple of her her good friends helped set that up. They're, I think, close to $25,000 now. The goal is 50000 and it's to help, sadly, it's to help pay for five funerals, right? It's, it's uh, gosh, this is a tragic situation. And, you know, the other side of this, and they've been talking with Elaine Ebenol, who's the mayor of Davidson, about the first responders. And we've talked about this before on the show, but the number of people in small town Saskatchewan that volunteer as emergency first responders when it comes to fire crews, uh, in this case, they would have been working with the RCMP who also responded to this call. That's a situation. I mean, it's one thing to go to a garage fire and put the fire out. But when you're going into a home in a community where you know people, everyone knows everyone, and you are sadly bringing out children that have died as a result of the fire. I mean, I can't even imagine it. So um, heart 
and warm thoughts uh, goes out to the family, of course, to the community. But a special uh, note today I want to mention, too, to the, the first responders that are dealing with that. I know the mayor has said that they're bringing in other people that can help with that, which is an important part. But, uh, I, uh, gosh, I cannot, I cannot imagine. What about this? Scott Moe uh, is in India right now. This has been raised as an issue by the NDP. In fact, NDP MLA Alina Young will be joining me tomorrow morning on the show to talk about this and a few other issues as well. But uh, the NDP are raising the fact that Scott Moe is in India right now and critical of the fact that the Premier is India while we've got some big problems going on back here at home. You know, I I am not one that is really bothered by the fact that we, on a fairly regular basis, send provincial politicians over to countries where we do significant amounts of trade. Like, you know, I mean, I get it if if there if we were in the middle of an absolute crisis that Scott Moe needed to be here to handle, but you know, Scott Moe isn't going to single handedly solve the teacher problem isn't single-handedly going to solve the healthcare problem. And at the end of the end of the day, and we, we talk about this, Paul Martin joined me uh, just late last week to talk to about, talk about the importance of economic trade and exports that happen from our province, $70 million worth of agri-food exports from Saskatchewan to India just last year. $1.3 billion is the trade between Saskatchewan and India. Saskatchewan is India's largest exporter of products like potash and lentils. So, you know, I I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm not overly offended by the fact that he is over there and speaking with people and building those relationships, you know, and, and a little aside note to this is the fact, the fact of the matter is that there isn't great relationships between India and Canada, which I think causes us to work even harder at maintaining and building those relationships. The province currently has trade offices in China, India, Germany, Japan, Singapore, the United Arab Emirates, Vietnam, UK, and Mexico. So those are basically the countries we do a lot of business with, but India would be right up there in terms of a significant contributor to our economy. So I just feel like we can't totally neglect that. So to hear more about that tomorrow morning, you can tune in. We have got Alina Young joining us. She is the NDP MLA that was speaking on this yesterday, critical of the Premier going over there when there's a lot of challenges that are happening right here in Saskatchewan. So we'll talk a little bit about that. The other thing I want to talk to her about tomorrow morning is this whole Charlie Angus thing, right? Charlie Angus, the MP for the federal NDP, that came out with this basically ruling or proposed bill, I shouldn't say ruling, it's a proposed bill that would make it criminal to promote fossil fuels and everything that goes along with that. Our provincial NDP quickly distanced themselves from the feds. They said, look, we don't agree with that. Uh, Fossil fuels are an important part of our economy. They drive business in our province, and so we don't agree with that. And I think that was a very good move. For the provincial NDP, but the fact of the matter is this is still floating around out there. Will it gain support? I mean, I can't imagine that it's going to gain support when it goes into the House for reading and discussion. 
But at the end of the day, I mean, it just seems so out of touch to me that Charlie Angus would even propose. Like he, he is even saying, and you remember we talked about this, he is even saying it would be illegal if this bill passed. It would be illegal for you to talk about something that is factual when it comes to fossil fuels, like saying natural gas is a cleaner burning energy source than, I don't know, pick one, home heating fuel. Even though that's factual, even though that's 100% scientifically true, if this bill passes, that's offside and you can't say it. You can't make a comment on Facebook. You can't have a bumper sticker on your car. You can't collect loyalty points at your favorite gas station. Yeah, like, I mean, it's all according to the Charlie Angus bill offside. So we'll, we'll be talking with Alina Young about that tomorrow morning as well. And, uh, yeah, there'll be a few things that we'll be able to, to check on with her tomorrow morning. We've actually got lots planned for the show. It's a fairly busy show tomorrow morning. Tom Korski, who I always love talking to, we're going to, we're going to dig into a rive can. You know, I've heard Polyev call it a rive scam so many times. I've accidentally called it that myself. But this whole arrive cam thing, which is off the the charts. In fact, if you remember the auditor general who has done you know her own report on this, Karen Hogan, she talked about her displeasure, what she saw when she was digging through and putting this report together. I have to say that I am deeply concerned by what this audit didn't find. We didn't find records to accurately show how much was spent on what, who did the work or how and why contracting decisions were made. And that paper trail should have existed. Overall, this audit shows a glaring disregard for basic management and contracting practices throughout ArriveCAN's development and implementation. They're having a tough time even putting a price on it. $59.5 million roughly spent. So Tom Korski will be joining us tomorrow morning, and that'll be one of a few topics that we will dig into with uh, with Tom, who, of course, always provides great perspective and opinion on stuff like this. Okay, I want to talk about the Estevan coal mine, and that is coming up next. It was a great experience for me over the weekend. Um, talk a little bit about that and how that came about. Um, and it really, I think, gave me different perspective and appreciation for a whole bunch of things. We'll talk about that next right here on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.